beginning of part one, as Stephen Lewis has said. Alrighty, Annie. Well, timing being what it is, it seems as though returning from Shape Mordai to Shape Caradal, doing a bit of quick shopping with Orwin, um, hunting him some gold and platinum from, from your own purse. I'm sure we'll figure that out in the future at some point in time. Going back and practicing um, herbs and summoning of, of familiars successfully. Heading to bed, you know, not, not after, after playing some cards, perhaps some flirtations with, with a Javesque, perhaps not. Waking up the next day to a fine breakfast brought in, and then you find yourself a bit being escorted more or less with Eklam, Elspeth, Alcus, Javesk, and Norwin to the Parliament building for round two of meeting with the elves of the Castle Karn, the 66, of which you understand you need to convince 44 of them. After your abrupt exit yesterday, not entirely sure where Elspeth left things, though she said, uh, they were more, things started to broke down a bit chaotically because they were so interested in what you had to say and just the drama of you being being whisked away such to the undying court. I'm uh, not quite sure about what you're getting yourself into now, but there is a comforting feeling. Comforting feeling being a, a, a comfortable weight of a lighter than it should be rabbit in, in, in the hood of your shadow slash billowing cloak, your, your billowing shadow cloak, call it. Um, and years draped over your front and the the familiar guiding presence of Norman there. You enter within with Eklund and Elspeth to that same pavilion, that same little walkway section that you can step out and the 66 elves already awaiting you there. The sun is at its zenith right right now almost directly above this building calling into session without going word for word by any means there is the elves are almost clamoring over each other to to speak uh, raising these uh, cards to, to to stand or some standing at the same time a deluge of questions for you immediately as far as what was it that, they, that, they, that you were whisked away for as voice of the Sim and Clan Crown? What could be more important than, than this meeting that you're having with us right right here? Very unorthodox. It is. Uh, perhaps we, of, of all people, should know what it was that you did yesterday after your sudden departure. What would Annie's general responses to these queries be? that it is the business of the Undying Court, and if they wished for you to know, they would tell you themselves. For now, that is between them and us, but I can assure you that they do find the threat I've brought up with all of you very real, and they find the summit to be quite worth their time. Go ahead and make a persuasion check with the added d4. Six. Whoa. One. Maybe it's the fact that bringing up the Undying Court in that way 
uh, is almost a, a small slap in, in their Alert face. From low battery. I have to pull it around here somewhere. Of course, that would happen right Way now. Way down there? No problem. Your knee must feel like you're hurting. I can see you hobbling. My leg is dead. Oh, I just fell asleep. <laughs> After an elven fight? Yeah, but well, like a wild fight. Yes. Really, it's it's it, he 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 even mentioned to that to me the other day. Because <laughs> I was saying, you know, what could have happened if Norman had really failed that, you know, sanity check? Maybe it'd be another adventure to the faith mile to to, to, to see if to see if Titania could fix them. He's like. That never goes well for Norman. <laughs> this one. There we go. Plugged in. As I as I was saying, it, it's not a rousing punch to to the gut. You don't see them, you know, uh, conceding the point. Um, some scowls, if anything. Um, but your point is well made, and they they do stop pressing you. You didn't win. And an, an, an argument per se, but they have they will stop pressing you on the, the, the matter. You get the sense to put it into a real world term, sort of how the Senate and the House of representatives can be. Uh, they're very, very distinct, separate things, and they each have have their, their own rights and permissions and as such. But there are times when one can overrule the other, and one can want something with the other does not depending on, on how the, the different political factions are tipped. The more that you are speaking with these elves and see them speak, the more that Annie's astute eye, um, her, her bardic training from remembering of Felicia always saying, watch everything, watch how men speak. The way that a man speaks, but more than the words that he says, tells you more about him than anything else. They don't know much about elven politics and different 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 factions that exist. You don't think that there are 12 dragon-marked families here per se, but if you recall, every member here is one of the 66 families. And that way there is similar similarities with the 60 families there. And much like in the, the court city, undoubtedly there will be more, there will be those here that are more, more powerful, more influential political factions and interests. And by any is uh, a not really knowing I here, she would count no less than five or six different factions that are, are split, some bigger, some smaller. Just pick up the way that they're talking. The votes seem to go one direction or the other. The questions fairly quickly uh, move away from the undying court, though you can still see that a young girl, Fersorna, up there, not the one that was in the actual undying court, but the one that was in here Before. the other day, precisely. She's quiet, silent as a grave this time, so aware and, and uh, upright, not hunched, hunched over any sort. But the, the Castle Crown's questions get more along the lines of, as you might guess, these, these threats. What do you know of these mind flayers? And you can tell that some who were quiet the previous day had gone to their live queries and done a research the, the day of the day prior to come with notes and expert opinions uh, on the 
these things, they begin to question on our mind players uh, creatures from from afar. Aren't they um, now relegated to be the underdark? Don't they follow a high mind, an elder brain? Many questions that in some ways are pointed more at showing their own knowledge of the matter. But essentially, you are pestered and questioned plenty regarding this mind flare threat and how do you believe it ties how do you know it ties to everything is this all pure supposition on your part or do you have true factual knowledge evidence that it is related to the threat that faces Alhan? i would first whenever someone speaks up stroke their ego say things like that is very astute or you are absolutely correct with that and then i would follow up with enough information where I say, you are correct, they're connected to a hive mind, however, the ones we've come across seem to be undead and related to the undead scourge that's been occurring, but not only that, we have found solid evidence and I'm more than willing to share with you at the summit, it's easier to say all at once, we have them tied to the east as well. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check with that d4. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. At this, you can really see your hooks sinking into these Melvin ears, perking them, them up. You've proven with these few words that you have knowledge. You're not just blowing smoke, but you're not willing to divulge it here. Some give skulls. Some even stand and and dec decry you as, as as why would you hold such things back? Our own have died to which case i would say i'm sorry if it feels like i'm withholding however we never know which ears are for us and which are against and i'd rather only spread in all of my information to those who have proven themselves to be on the side of dealing with the issue than being on the sides very good and simple as that as poignant as that you can see that a fair number of them were already on your side previously or at least, at least on the side of, of coming to the summit. And just like that, you can see the tides shifting even more. Those sit, those may, even those grumbling have their neighbors saying, this makes sense. If, if they have information, then perhaps it is worthwhile. Rabble, rabble, rabble. The questions once again meander around and get to a, what what do you know of, of this undead scourge we've heard of such things on the uh, Rungwald Peninsula of Agarstone to, to the northwest uh, undead have not been used in, in large numbers by any means to the east how do you know that they're they're tied or perhaps not how do you how do you know that they're, in addition to how do you know that, that they're tied what connection do you undead scourge? What interactions have you had and why? I admit I haven't had much interaction with undead scourge myself. That is more my men's purview, which is another reason to come to the summit, as they both will be there. Um, they had to attend to other business. Norwin is still with me, but Urphiel had to go attend to different business. What I can tell you is the same evidence I wish to share with those I know are with us that I've pointed out before. 
is the evidence that directly applies what's happening in the Northwest to out east, which is exactly why we know the issue is no longer a foreign affair, but our own. This, this doesn't get them as much, and they, they again, stand up and dec decry as, as much as it's one thing to hold Sarah McMahon, uh, uh, uh nation knowledge sacred. That's fine, but this is simply asking what your involvement has been with a nation that we are not even speaking of, of, of right, excuse me, right now, and they seem to take it that you are withholding too much. Now, you're not even willing to evolve with, with them. So you see the tides sway maybe a little bit back in your previous um, favor here, towing the, the line between them. Conversations, realizing that they're not going to get a ton of information out of you, the conversation shifts a final time here. This, this being, at this already being about three hours of Etc. And several long recesses. For every hour that, that you speak, there's at least a 15 minute long recess, as is the problem with siestas, spans, and whatnot. The conversation shifts more to game. Sure, they can gain information by going, but you're the one who's coming here asking for them to come. What information, or what do you expect from us, from Alpine? We hope to create a unified front where everyone has the same information, both back and forth, to best attack this issue. So we aren't looking for any gain, per se, if you're looking at coin or trade or anything such as that, just a united front and shared knowledge is what we are hoping for in return. But you discussed that the queen and king of Ceremonia would be willing to lift certain restrictions on dragon-marked deals and trade, yes? Certainly, and that will help the dragon mark far more than it will help the crown. So we don't view that as a gain for the capital city. We just view it as a gain for those who are willing to work start, you must truly need us then. The front is already united. Is it not? Are we not allies? Is this not a coalition of, of the West against the forces hooking us from the East? Do allies have to beg one another to get together to share information? Go ahead and make an attack now. That's a 21. 21. Die is not helping right it's now. It's not. My finger is four or two and a one. Now it's 13. Not a, not a victory, but not a loss here either. The, the words strike true. You see as many shift to one side as those that shift otherwise. One, an elder, even, even by, by Elvic standards here, stands and says, 
there is something. Not taken from us directly by Sir Lamor and the Herons, but by Mary of Estonia. But it was your prior queen, Elspeth, the supposed peacemaker, brought an end to wars in her time, wars that her father began. And she ended the wars by making deals that many now living knew she had no right to make. Many years ago, the elves agreed, Alfheim agreed, to surrender the Moonwald to Agrestone as a peace treaty. You see sneers across the whole hall here. A, a sign from the elves of our good faith, but where was the sign from Agrestone that they would stop attacking? That is what we had to do. We had to give up a piece of our homeland, verdant, and the people there within. Cities, villages, orchards. We gave that up and borders were redrawn so that Agrostone would stop. Because Elspeth, the peacemaker, said that would be the way to make peace. She wasn't wrong. It did work for a time. But as you just said, if we are all allies now, would allies keep a stolen piece of land for a war that is long forgotten decades ago? Especially in human years, it is ancient past. Almost every elf sitting here before you remembers when the moon world was part of Alfheim. So I'll ask you this. Can we expect that the Sermonian crown Elspeth, the peacemaker, now that she has given her seat to her daughter, can we expect that they will advocate for Moonwald rejoining Alfheim? You see a lot of babbling and heads nodding, like, yes, this, this would be the thing. Young Elspeth is sort of quiet, and Ekram looks concerned in, in the brief moment that you see them, knowing that this is a promise that Sir Manea cannot make. And advocating for the elves in this way may alienate Agrestone. But Amy is the one that the doctor knows what is this doing. I do not know. Honestly, I would not lie to you to gain what we want. So I will be honest to say, I do not know if that is her intent. But what I can promise you is that the matter will be brought up and discussed, and this will be a time of peace, which means it will be a time where you can bring it up and not be attacked. I think we can owe each other at least Better be better. Fourteen, twenty-three, twenty-eight. Eight. It's two ones. Yeah. Right. You, you 
definitively see a shift here. Realms are mostly in agreement on this, it seems. A forum, which I think you, you said that very well, I'm glad that the dice agreed. I think you did say here very well that a forum in which to discuss this is better than no forum at all. Certainly they may advocate, they may not, they may simply be there as a neutral party. And that might be a deal they have to, have to bring up with Angostone. But a forum with which to speak it. And you see that this does, especially the elves who we have no idea about, for all you know, might have known people, might still know on elves there. And you know this is a very tenuous thing. After uh, 50 or so years, there are many people that have grown up, lived, lived their in, in, entire lives, generation and a half of, of humans and whatnot, that have grown up with that being their home of Agastone. They, they live in the Moonwall, but they consider it Agastone. Well, even the elves that decided not, not to leave. But you, and Asuria also, if you remember um, Thaelise's story, she was amongst the um, freedom fighters for that, for the rebels in, recent, in more recent years. So you know that it's a very sticky wicket there, and you can see that your words are good and just and wise, not promising anything, but simply a forum to discuss. The thing I would promise is to mm -hmm. bring it up personally with the queen as something that was discussed that needs to be discussed. So I guarantee that not only is there a form, but it will be on the docket. Yeah, that my voice will go to their cause for this to be discussed. And I won't let them fall to the wayside and be forgotten. You can see out of the corner of, of your eye, um, Falstaff nodding emphatically. Um, not speaking, not to undermine, just simply to nod and accentuate that she agrees and, and will be like, oh, set aside of you. With that, there is a second shift. They ask you to wait, to wait outside. Yes. Actually, no. They would, they would ask you to return to your quarters or to just to leave the apartment building for they must vote. And Elven votes typically begin with more conversation debate amongst themselves before they they vote. Would I have a solid idea of how long it would take? But you also don't they're not going to call they're not going to call you back. They will send word to your um, uh, to your, your your standing your guest chambers. Because if there were any chance when I left I would ask to see if I could see Lady Elusio. You would ask the guard, that's a part, okay. Yeah, who, like whoever I'm with, like, is there a chance? I know Lady Illustrial, I would like to go see her, even though I know she's part of um, the Cormacir. Very good. Yes, you're, whenever you're at walks here, you always have at least at least one, if not both, of these individuals there. At this moment in time, you have both. And I would tell them, like, I know we're both followers of the Raven King, and it's nice to be with someone as I see them being part of the 
both sort of cock their head up around it. I nod at them. They look at me gravely. Shoulder shoulder. Both of them. It arranged for her to visit you in your chambers if you wish. Thank you. The speech of the feathered bow to the device. These two for now will be your escorts if you choose to go and anywhere else in the city. I take the two feathers. These are not. Head back to the quarters. An hour goes by. Elspeth's asking you how you think it went. Didn't it went okay? I didn't like it. No, no, you don't. They're either overly stoic or the opposite of that. You want to play some dominoes? Sure. Okay, if I win, you play a song for me. Okay. A happy one. And if you win... You have to wear a dress for 12 hours without getting any skin on. Simply dominoes and Alexoria, not changing fate, not changing the very fabric of reality. Fine, I get to paint your nails. <gasps> Which ones? Yes. Okay. Fine. You see that they are indeed the blue and now flip chips beyond beyond belief. And you're pretty sure that they were not chipped when they first came, so it's been a day and a half and they've been chipped up already. You play. Go ahead and roll a D D twenty. Five. Four. <laughs> you win by the skin of your domino cheeks. <sighs> and we both suck at the game. We you both suck. Eklund occasionally goes. You should have. Princess, you should have played this one here. I know how to play dominoes. Did what you want, and then he calls over behind you. Next time, man, I'm going to play this one and this one here. I do not know how to play down nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fair! This isn't fair! You can't help her after the chef she did. He's like, that's true. He switches them back, and you played it first, just saying for next time. So, sort of a fun thing there. So, you play some dom dominoes for a couple hours. Um, you win. She says, well, good thing we don't have any hail paint. Like paint, paint nail? Nail polish? Ah, nail polish here. Yeah. Yes. Um, Eklund says, well, I'm sure we can get, get some of the, mm -hmm. in the, mar the market. Whose side are you on? Sign of the winner, Princess. And he moves over to your side. Miss. Winner. Winner? Chicken dinner. You two are the worst, she says with a smile. Dinner is brought in the same way that they always bring in that long table and stools and begin plates speak before you still know this real still no word on Kesukan. You eat uh, meats, fruits, the, the vegetables. Again, many of the fruits and vegetables just larger than, than you normally see here. You have uh, this this wonderfully spiced and sauced uh, uh, mince mix with the vegetables that goes in these large leaves, these lettuce leaves. Some fantastic uh, Lettuce wraps, but they're like fucking big. Big. Yeah, big. Lettuce boats. Lettuce boats. Um, yes. 
eventually, um, word does come to to knock knock knock. A uh, hunter comes in and hands you a piece of paper. Makes you read it, and the vote was thirty six in favor. A majority, but unfortunately not many more than those who have been playing, which means that they expect you tomorrow at noon to continue. You eat, you drink. Um, Lucille does come, it does come in about an hour or so after, after that. Dinner is cleaned up and taken care of at this point in time. She enters and says, I'm sorry, you called for me? Yes, I was just hoping to uh, speak. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. Shall we speak uh, in private, or I can walk. I can, can walk you around the wonderful promenade outside. I'm sure they'd be willing to release you to my care. That would be lovely, as long as it is private. I appreciate that as well. As you walk out, you notice that. Uh, she is keeping a pretty astute eye on both of you at this point in time. As she makes to follow, Israel says, It's good. I think it won't be long. We won't even go up, simply around. Corona makes as if she needs to follow, but then is knowing at least her place. Not lowly, but not as high as it seems. Carmarthier nods and resumes from her place at the kitchen door. As you two begin walking, she slowly guiding the tap, tap, tap of her unicorn headed staff. As you just walk along, elves, humans, even a couple of dwarves, some halflings, a gnome here or there. Very fine place, this. A very beautiful view outward over the chasm. The winds kept at bay by whatever magical essence was in the air. You walk for a time in silence until she, she breaks the silence, uh, even though you're far from the away from behind yours. Oh. Yes. How can I help you? How long did you stay after uh, we left? Another ten days or so. The ten days in the Shadowfell are perhaps two and a half or so here. So you were in, indeed back for the Night of Longshadow. Yes. We were fortunate enough not to get attacked and shake head off. We do, of course, have uh, temples to the Earth, excuse me, to the Sovereign Host. We are many elves who worship on Dying Court, dare I say most, but much of Alpine um, are not elves, and they do, they are more of the persuasion of the sovereign host. But we are fortunate enough that none of our temples here were attacked or defaced in any way. But I am aware of what happened in the courts of Skibidi, in Agastone, and Cernea, even in Scarlet. It was unnecessary loss of life. 
What's that? By all means. We know a little bit about who we think is organizing it. Seems to be cultists at the very least. That seemed to be the, the knowledge that was shared with us as well. Or at least that was the power that we discovered. I'm concerned it's bigger than that. I don't have any solid proof, but very solid proof. And as such, I don't mean to bring up work when I haven't seen you in forever, but do you think anyone in the corner here would be interested in going to a summit? It would help greatly and provide Again, I'm sick of saying this, I've said it for probably six hours today, but a united front. I think that makes sense. I will mention to you, sir, that it, as fond as I know that you are, and as favored as you clearly are, he says, It can be hard to forget sometimes that the lady that you serve when I you as well as since is not most do not know that she exists. Those that know even the words maybe clean strung together think of her as a like shadow of the dark six or something else. So I would just beg caution such things. I, for one, have kept my association with her quite secret outside of the outside of those that need to be known. You see, I am actually predominantly a cleric of the of the Andalian court. I did not know that. Yes, that is where the majority of my power comes from. Like you, I was a well, I say was, which is how that now I still consider consider myself a follower of the Raven Queen that had ancient history now for even new versions was as one such as yourself. But suffice to say, well before you were born, I had uh, entanglements and, and ties that, that led me down the path of Raven Queen. And I was bestowed a small gift from her, like you and the warlock. Persuasion. But the majority of my gifts come from my um, association with the Andalian court. With that said, unlike you, it seems, I have never met her. Most of the followers do happen to meet the Andalian court, which shouldn't be considered unusual. Most followers of the sovereign folks can't claim to have met a Malawai, Baranoi. I say this only to mean that our friendship and our association is one that I will always cherish. What you've done for me and my lady, you and your friends, to put it quite bluntly, I would not live, she would not live, and mortal kind as you know it might plunge back into a much more tumultuous time ahead of them. So I will help you with 
anywhere that you can. And personally, between you and me, I agree wholeheartedly that a summit of minds is nothing but shy away from that. I also know that convincing thing for the Kessel Khan is a effort in tedium. Hence why the Conquaman fear in the last only the last seven hundred or so years has officially broken apart our structure from them. Previously we could only act when they directed us so now we act as we see fit under the guidance of the Khan. Some say a difference in semantics, but we very much see the difference in I will speak with my government on, on your behalf, and on my own behalf, if I may, for that matter, and see if one of us, if not more, could be persuaded and assigned to this task outside the purview of the Kesselkhan. That may even help sway them more to what you're persuading. I appreciate that. And I'm sorry if I brought up things that you are holding close to your chest. I will keep it to myself from now on. I always forget people this far west don't acknowledge her starry lady, but the lady is yours. Her starry lady? Uh, it's a long story. Angus <laughs> is dropping, dropping facts left and right. Oh yeah, shit. I like to say things that I know. She kind of looks confused. Well, I'm, I'm aware of her starry Lady, the dome might have been visited once uh, a couple hundred years ago or so. Way before I lived there, though. Yes, I would imagine so. Well, let's just say our patron and starry lady know each other quite well. Gives you a quizzical look. They might even be one. Speaking of things that occurred in that realm, and things that I did not bring up with the 60, not 60, 66. Single flight commands everything. Not the same language, but single one. Unlike Not the same language. I can very confidently say the thing that was attacking the Raven is the same threat in this plane. And the fact that it's spreading further than this one plane of existence is why I am so devoted to this cause. Do you have any inkling of why this threat would have been attacking our raven? I wonder if they thought she had one of the scrolls that it seems this crow is searching for. takes a turn um, to a, a, a possible and even more secluded area, simply a bench that overlooks almost right up on the very edge where there's like a short wall there, a short, short um, like it's a banister there that hopped over, you would, you would pull a plummet for hundreds of feet. You sit there, the cold air hitting you more here, this close to whatever invisible barrier likely exists. She asks you for more information. It seems that you know much that uh, 
not aware. If I knew that there was a threat, I, of course, I, I did not witness any sort of mind flare. I'm not sure what this crow is you're referring to. And we can accelerate past this. Yeah. How much would you tell him? Um... I wouldn't keep my I would keep my conversation with the Raven Queen very surface level. Just that at one point she had a scroll and now she does not. But I would say this all started when Marlene and Earth encountered a mind flare way back. I wasn't there at the time, however it was directed with this one. We've been having more journals and in the journals it's been pretty well pointed out that they're in cahoots with all of this Surrey. Suffice to say, you divulge uh, much to her. Of course, keeping things like we went to the Faithwild and we know where Portal is, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Would you mention to her um, that you believe this threat exists now and is um, officially trading? Would that would you mention the fact that there is an intention to trade her? No, okay. I would not. I would leave that at we weren't able to kill the third mind player in time, so we have adequate suspicion that all three are once again alive and searching for them to try to kill them. It is not completely by any means unlike demon lords and demon princes like Orcus, demon prince of death to assault the Raven Queen. Though I'll admit I did not realize that the web went so deep. I know that there was a, a, a servant of, and the army was predominantly that of Orcus. And Lolf, of course. Of course. Lolf has, has every means and, and desire to defeat our mistress as well, that little jet, jet dying spider after all that could stop an entire castle. I knew that there was vampires involved. I understood that there was something else, but I, I'll admit I did not realize that the web went as deep as it seems as though the mind player there was not there under the orders of Orcus or Lolf, but there for its own nefarious goals, and simply used the used Lolf and Orcus as a an army, an excuse to get in a brief alliance, taking advantage of the situation. And from what I saw, being the one who actually opened the portal to the Queen mm -hmm. to her secret temple, which I understand was impossible. That, tr that trigger indicated. Take care of them sooner rather than later. Indicate? Indicate? He killed himself, remember? Oh no, now I'm thinking of Charles Rivers meant something to him. The other one. He walked away at the end. Abraham. Yeah. Abraham is a different and much more, if anything, grave scenario, being the, my understanding of first of the Raven Queen 
most mortal followers. Not the first to be shot at five, but one that did not transcend with them. Or mortal hands on this plane when she moved beyond to the Shaki shadow form. She could not create more Shatarkai than she took with her at that time. Aubrey being this follower of ancient, old, and loyal, but they say age does Time does everything and nothing happens. I've been alive for over 400 some years at this point, and I can only imagine if I lived four times that. Well, no, I am especially in places fewer as China. Mm. Well, in any case, you've given me much to much to think on. Well, suffice to say, wise to probably keep this to ourselves and those we trust beyond anything else. Yes, I don't spend ten days bringing people to death with you. I understand that. A good example of things not to bring up to the Professor Khan, but I'm glad that we discussed. I do miss my little, my, my little friend, she says, at the horn on her staff where her, her raven is always hurt. I do hope that one day her powers are not like that. Maybe. But until then, uh, I've kept you long enough. The sun is already setting now. You do see the, in this chasm here, the brilliant purples and, and, and blues and oranges of the sun just setting and the cold fighting wind more with it. And the sooner the longer the talking ahead of you. Perhaps so. I think I would enjoy this more for being a bard. No, I think you'd enjoy it less. Bards like to speak their truths. They like to speak their mind. You are being asked to speak carefully, shrewdly, and you get to tell stories. Oh, Everything ends with, tell me more plays. Tell me more plays. Well, I'm glad that you took that you could take a break and tap into your bard side of telling me your story that you very, very elucidated very, very well to me here. As I say, I have much to think on. I have I have some some speaking to do myself. I should, should get you back before the, before the, the, they come out of the woodwork and take you from my clutches. Are they really waiting? There's some elves around. Not within earshot by any means, but always hard to judge to tell. She says, I wouldn't, wouldn't know if they were or aren't, but best to not give them excuse to control themselves. Very true. Please. She dives you back, says her third farewells, gives Icarus a little scratch on, on the chin, cues kindly, and you enter. So now seven uh, 
they're talking now, but by the time you get back, it's a lot. Mike has just well and truly fallen. All the folk are here, some are already in their rooms with the guards and whatnot. Alistair is already in her room. Eklund is sitting, Alakanda, on the table, absently twirling a domino that he's put in his hand. Not at the, the main table in the um, common, area, common area, just in, in, in a chair with a small side table, just absently looking out the window um, to himself. I would sneak up behind. Next time, I would have gotten right there and then I would have shoulder him and you hand me the paper. Ah, of course. See, there you are. What do I get? Meet Elspeth Snails. Again? <laughs> no, I have not, not had the honor. He, with his booted foot, he, he pushes out the stool across from him. I will sit. Very pleasant walk. Quite. It's good to see old friends. How, how do you know? Here, there, chatterfall, places. A fascinating life you've lived in short years. Well, I hope they become longer. Be sure. You're doing well. Your words are poignant, your arguments per persuasive. I think at this point, you can see the, the factions. You, you can see those that are digging in their heels more, more than anything else because that's simply what they do. You have to tell tell them that you will personally de deliver the moonball to them on a silver, pla a silver platter, excuse me, for them to come. Even then, they might not. But when you look at politics, there are, there are always factions that will say, all right, no. Even if they seem in the best interest of them all. Hmm? I'm sure another world knows far, far, far away they have to deal with similar fortune. I am more used to men. I can sway them in an hour or two. <laughs> this is tiring. Speaking of which, hmm? I'll have your I don't, perhaps that was the wrong segue to, to use. Uh, <clears throat> how are your business arrangements going? How can you speak on? Well, I um, believe that we will be going to some parties in the night. Hopefully. Where I can continue talking with the Words then. Yes. Much too words. I do know he is carefully trying to figure out who's trying to kill us. Well, right. as much as I may well to admit it, he's probably one of the few that could. Anything I say is raised for 
You can only disguise yourself so much before you go. Why did you attach yourself to the town? Seems like you've given up a life. No detail, that's right. 30. 30. But you're right. With my talents, I may not have a greater mark like Hawkeye's does, but in my decade or so, more life, I developed plenty of skills to balance it. I could have lived a very happy, lucrative Found that also unsatisfying. There were things there are just some secrets. Rather not. Well, shame of saying it just because they're not worth it to go to this town. But suffice to say, the crown gave me a place where I could be useful, my skills useful, and they needed someone that they wouldn't have to look twice. They wouldn't have to ask permission. Distrust, and it took me some time to earn trust. I was very, I am very proud to serve. Let's just say I felt a call, one that. was more commonly known I would be expected to do very different things. The crown gave me a direction. That does make sense. It is nice to be a part of something big. I guess my curiosity even extends beyond you. I fail to see how any of you are intrigued. You all feel so tethered. City? <laughs> How are you supposed to date or get married or explore the world when you're constantly on the whim of someone else? I suppose it's just hard for me to envision considering I had to pick up right now and say peace and be on a horse riding through a field of wheat half a country away. You could. 
would say many people that have grown up, generations who've grown up in the Quartz City, if I could make the excuse, it's called the Long Island. But I think more than that, to be, to be fair, I would make the kind argument that you could ride through all the freedoms that the world has to, has to offer and visit Scarland, Alpine, Firestone, Yonner, City States, Piston Soldier, the Bay States, and you would find that there is still more to explore in the Quartz City. As brief of a time as you've been there, as much as you've experienced and experienced, Explored, you've barely begun to scratch the surface of 1% there. And I find that for many outsiders, that 1% is more than enough for a lifetime. Those that travel on holiday, and there are many that do so, will enjoy the, the sights, the food, the trinkets, the experience of all the monuments, the temples, they'll worship, they'll see Calvin performances and juggling acts and and they'll stay at House of Galanda, they'll see the Fidalis Zoo. So many wonderful things, and then they'll go back home satiated, thinking they've seen what, what the court city has, only the only truth to be they spend a week there and see the barest tip of that one percent. I suppose it's less the location I, I do understand. I do. Because I, when you're old and no longer can work, who are you going to have at your deathbed? What friends were you able to make in your old age? I, I do believe that your view has perhaps been slightly skewed by who you've interacted with. Be it the crown, be it the dragon marks, the 60, Lady Sakuria, of that, your interactions have been with folk that are her, beholden to each other, themselves, even the poor ones, and what you've done with my cousin. Everything that you've experienced has been the, I would say at this point you've experienced the tippy top, and in some ways the lowest of the low. Though to be fair, even the lowest of the low that you've experienced has been the highest of the, the low, in a sense. Still part of the city. Yes, precisely. You want to see how the real people live? Go to Tavik's ta ta landing outside the, outside the walls. Visit the slums. Even the court city has slums. It's sprawled out now. There's entire shanty towns in Tavik's landing outside of, of these walls. The very bureau quarter. How much have you walked in the lowest levels of the third quarter? Not enough, apparently. There's much to experience, and your average folk lives a life to work and earn enough coin to pay off their home, their food, their clothing, feed their livestock and their family, and then once in a while do something enjoyable. 
perhaps bought a nice bottle of wine that they've been eyeing, that they've been eyeing out for a special occasion. Make sure that occasion is somebody that they that they love. I would say the court city is not so different than anywhere else in the world in that regard. There's simply more people in one place. I do understand what what you mean, though, and I, you know, I I'll say that for once, such as yourself, undoubtedly the court city, as vast as it is, can be very very claustrophobic. As pretty as it is, it's still a gilded cage. To that, I can agree. And I've been fortunate enough to have left the, the, the court city on many occasions, some of them for joy, but most of them for business. Before I worked for the Crown and after. I have been to all the capitals in the world. I have brought folk there and back. I have made myself worthy in all the ways I can. And I do enjoy seeing the upside, and I'm blessed that I am able to. And I'll admit, I don't think myself I could leave Cold City for long. It is my home, and there are things I end up missing, even the dirtier sides of it. Home is a nice thing. But you ask me why I work for the crown. I give you a very roundabout answer. I'm not going to pry, but you may need to answer. I told you that there was something that I hoped to be a secret to prove to you that I am worthy of your trust as well. his hand over yours, and his eyes glow, not the usual blue that you see, but a very deep white, and his hands glow, a very deep white glow, and if you hadn't traveled with Eskorn felt the same glow before, you might not recognize him in his but as he moves his hand, there's the mere stain of blood that you can easily wipe off of the scratches gone completely. I didn't want to wipe it off of his own gloves. I didn't want to be I didn't want others to know. It's not shameful, but there wouldn't be There'd be expectations that would be there. And I didn't want to go through knowing that. So I took the best. I knew that I wanted it wrong. And I swore an oath to the crown. And that is what I hold in power. That is what I have to say. Not him, but him. Not even 
Sometimes you spill them. I pass them to the people who spill them. Very good at spilling my own secrets. <laughs> Very good at not spilling my secrets. I should actually delay our, our uh, day to the Queen. Are you going to write it or do that thing? Uh, I think for, I think Elspeth has always said that the messages that we have the Quill saw are properly cast at Christmas time. I could ask Sikandra, but she is, she is already asleep. She, do you realize that she has a glove that she wears to, that, that actually flexes her hand while she sleeps? To keep it going? To keep it going. It's not, never seen. I know that how Sivis has such things, but they could, she could also just put the, put the quill up and speak to her. Mm -hmm. I asked her why she doesn't. She says, one, it's, it's really hot in winter and winter is fine. And two, it's faster for her to write it than, but then she can write her own thoughts in the margins while she writes. And I've taken a look at her, her, her scrawls. I, I cannot make heads or, or tails at all. She'll hand me code. She, Similar to myself in a sense, uh, Sikandra has worked for the crown for many, many years, and she's maybe the only civilist that would be fully trusted in the way that that, that, that I can. That makes sense. Are you sure you can't just read her writing because it's in Norman? Well, literally, oh, look up, look up. He says in language that you assume to be known. It sounds a lot, lot like knowledge you've heard before. Well, they say in He just goes, well, it seems that we've reached an impasse in dialogue. Inferral, I might guess. Comes with the territory. Indeed. I uh, never got around to learning that, mostly because infernal is not spoken often <laughs> within, within the court city, and gnomish also not often spoken, but good for uh, That's the reason I, I learned, learned them. Good. It's very difficult to interpret if you don't, don't almost impossible to write down even hypothetically, so it's very good to speak in code and other people know what you mean. Makes sense. I only know mine because Felicia made me learn we were on the road. She did. No one at the dome ever let me learn it, but she said that. I should appreciate my heritage. What do you think? Do you consider your human parents your heritage, or do you consider more, I guess, to be blunt, a form of your heritage? I suppose I was born into a lake. I don't think I ever truly lived until I came out here. Want to elaborate on, on that, or are you just going to keep it? Is that was that one of your personal secrets that you're going to keep? Uh, Do you not know how I was fished out of the lake? 
of the time I want my father's around me and I'm maybe pushed out by him. Go ahead. I don't speak about the ferrets or at least like the floor and stuff or getting brought up. Um, I'll like touch on it briefly. Like I saw two doors and I made a choice. That felt right to me. And I came back. I'm sorry, you Who knows what I would be if that hadn't happened? Probably one of the people y'all seek, selling demons for me. It would make things easier. Your own only, of course. Yes. Anyways, I should uh, probably get you that assembly. You should probably teach me how to do it. <laughs> Wait, for you? Me, I need it. Now that Morian's heading off and Earth's heading off, I need a way to speak with them. Usually I can just yell loudly, Hey, jackass! And they're in the same room, but now we're further away. Very useful spell to know. You don't realize until you think about it that you wish you could speak with them. Um, well, I am happy to try and teach you, though I know that your magical persuasion is a bit different than my own. Pulls out his small spell book, flips through a page, pushes it toward, toward you, and you see the draconic symbols that he, he uses. He actually goes on to explain that many of the Dragonmark families still, um, when they cast spell spells, they use the original draconic symbols for them, the glyphs, um, partially because of the Dragonmarks and what's in their blood, the gifts that they have. Granted, partially just because of uh, uh, not lifting out of because that's always that's how always how it's been done. Yeah. No, I'm thinking on here. Tradition. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> I could think like R. There's an R in it, but yes. I literally had to go back to when we eat spaghetti at Christmas. It's our tradition. Yes, it's a tradition. This probably won't work for you. Um, here's the arcane equations for it. Here's this, this, and this. At the end of the day, though, whenever you cast this spell, the most important thing I Knowing the mind you want to touch. The more you know it, the easier it is. You simply know a name, it's not really possible. A name and a picture, a likeness, maybe, but very, very difficult. Knowing the person. And then think of it as if you're speaking to them face to face. Kind of like you're shouting to but you know it's on the other side, you know who's on the other side. You don't expect a response, but you know that they're there. That linking of the minds, finding them through food, 
is part spelling grammatic. Could you argue that everything else is simply opening up the tent? We all learn it through simple practice, but but I'll sh I'll show you why I do it. It takes out as we really talk and just draws slowly the iconic symbol on the table. says you must be doing well if if you're still here and haven't been haven't been sent back yet. No me haven't. Well, I should uh should probably expect ourselves here soon. Same. Perhaps tomorrow we can uh, we can work on our Sunday. Very much Imagine if you were sending me up above. No. Oh, if you find your bed is uncomfortable, you are more than welcome to use mine. I sleep on here. Oh. Although that is the face I was told you would make. Yes. Uh, no, I think um, Norwin will have the confidence that most of the no, always. Sometimes he just randomly changes his mind. Always. Oh, good night. Good night. I don't know. I realize that Chuck and I have to be good, so it's effective. Good beat. Had to try once. Had to try. The next day. As, as you meet with the uh, um, you can see a, a, a change in the atmosphere here. A change mostly due um, to, you're not entirely sure what it is until an hour or so into your, into your dates when you notice that there are some members that weren't here before are over in the separate area. They're all wearing Robes that look quite, quite fine, um, embroidered and such, with stabs and wands and scepters of a sort. Watching intently, and amongst them, amongst the four that are there, one of them is a very old and elderly creature, walking. He smiles at you and nods at you encouragingly, as you mostly rehash much of what has already been said. the boat is taking this height, you see that it has been swayed. There are now a total of 42 members, gay, which means they're still too short. I'm going to send fruit baskets to the mothers of the ones that are not. Your words didn't really change. You imagine what changed is the comb of your there behind this has shifted the tide a bit, but not entirely. But yet, that night, or, or afterwards, the lady of Israel, Kowalan, comes to you and 
informs you that uh, the font there hasn't created enough color, it would be good to send a element on the requirement that Castlecar also sends one as well. Though the agreement is that they would not tell the Castlecar. If the Castlecar ultimately decides to not go, then they will not go as well. But as far as the Castlecar currently knows, the performance here that is yet to be decided. She says I shouldn't get going. I will not be in town tomorrow, unfortunately, so I wish you the best. Thank you. She departs. You spend the, into the afternoon and the evening here. The dinner is brought to you. Walk around, flip through the things you choose. I would write to Lady Selena, yeah. Okay, take your step. I hope things are going faster here first expected. I don't have a solid timeline, but I am hoping to be back sooner rather than later. Okay. And that's with your, uh, that's right, because you get her back. Mm -hmm. The reply would come about two hours afterwards, and would just be, sounds wonderful. Let me, let me know when you have Estimate, so I can pencil you in. Practice your sending a, a bit, trying to remember when Moonbands taught you how to speak with the dead, which is not quite the same by any means, but you imagine well, speak with the dead was reaching out beyond the veil through the weave. Kind of like shouting into the void for someone you don't expect a response from, and finding those threads of fate to bring back to the body, reanimating a whole. I think maybe we maybe there's something akin to that that you can continue shouting across the void to one that's alive as well, to one that you know. So really, just begin to, to tinker with it yourself. Begin to pluck at the same strings, but. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound, that, that sounds too morose. I do a major instead of minor. Exactly, exactly. So you begin to just start squealing, begin to play around, find the tones that sound right to you, closing your eyes and reaching out. Nothing comes, but you know this will be a work in progress for some You, helps you a, a bit here, just more of the feeling of it. Um, and you even try drawing it as chalk, some some things to see if it does anything for you. It doesn't 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 do, do anything for you, but you, you have a good laugh over it. Um, you and Elspeth might go to the um, market here to get some more polish if you choose, and you can get her nails, or are you saving that for another time? When you're in the court city, yeah. she seems relieved and then goes, wait, that's how this works. <laughs> Play some games, whatnot, and enjoy, enjoy the, the outside. Um, you can just walk around and you can find a promenade or a park where some elven figure is 
Hibbert was playing harp, flute, plus song, drums, and chimes, and reading poetry. It's very, very serene, very, very peaceful to hear. And you find that it's enjoyable to hear. So you like this side of the Alps more than you like to look at them or follow them too much. But is this the day Norwin would probably leave? Because this is the full rest. I believe that. Uh, the next day, he needs this night's sleep. Oh, no, you're right. This would be the night of hope. Because we stayed at the castle. Castle. That's right. So you had your rest the first night. So you had one night at the castle, one night. And so that's, this is the third night of rest? Or have you already had your rest now? I already have, because at the first day there, which was Norman's thing, the castle. Yes. And then last you're night. You're right. You're right. So Norman would have already left from you at this point in time, or in love, before you got to the other point in time. Uh, we can figure out how much money you want to give him from your own chest. This is for him to tell me. Yeah. It just depends on if you, well, I guess he's going to hunt, because he just wants to go to the bank and get whatever he needs to get for what they give him. So you might go out of your way without too much excitement. Next morning, same thing as always, you head back in, ready to for another day of debate, hoping that it's going to be too boring for people to shit back in together, which of course can't happen. And as they call to order the session, there's another definitive shift. You don't see your opponent there members here this time, but you do see the fair scorner stand right at the very very outset right when it's called to session before you can even speak she stands on, on top of the bench normal the very very young for an elf and says the undying court will be sending a representative to the summit and encourages the castle party to join the esteemed Carmichael and undying court in this Just like that, after an, an hour or more of your discussion with them, they break and a vote is taken in the middle of the day, which you've not seen this before. They call you back in, in fact, and the vote has gone 46. It seems like it's just enough for those that already wanted to go to be more vocal. And it should take enough that the decision will be. Sense. Now it is up to them to be the people who goes. You can imagine that might be a much longer thing. But philosophy for you, that is no longer involves you. They give you farewell and they go. Now it's all gifts and accolades and all the glory. They thank you for your time and your passionate words. There's a bit of mingling and discussion at the recess here, and then they say their goodbyes to you, princess. Can yes. I say that I bought stuff at the market the previous day? Just of like of course. a bottle of wine and a couple spices, that's all. Sure, if you want some some good wine and spices, or just yeah. once you mark off a 15 gold 
a, a good a bottle of, of wine and uh, a couple of good pockets of spices. Open up the handle. Is it fifteen? You can still bring us things home, right? Those pieces. Yes. Laws and within ten minutes of this, possible <laughs> long night. You have to walk back and stuff. So within two hours of this, sketch draw. <laughs> gone you are, and you have the palpitations to circle in front of the royal palace. Doors open at this time of day, along. No! No more! There before the royal palace, Elspeth uh, invites you to come in and share um, what you know with uh, with her father, the father, but also says that she and Edward can easily handle that. Not to mention, Sixicondra has several um, rolls of parchment on, on under her, her arms, and it's sort of her job to read all of this. So you're free to go in and talk if you. You can handle. Otherwise, uh, as far as the as far as they're concerned, be here for the summer, and she'll write to you if she needs anything. The moment she says, "You can come in and talk, but you don't have to," I'm going to change my appearance so I have a plain old human woman and be like, and start really walking away. Finger crossbows, ding ding, ding ding, She laughs. Nice, ding ding. She just laughs and says, it's fine, that's why we brought a scribe. Conchacondra will throw a little laugh It wasn't from my company. One of the only words you've heard her say the entire time as she turns and primly walks in. Acklin nods and says, he, I suppose at some point in time he would have noticed probably very Night. You would have noticed you're wearing the necklace still from um, Alphurus. Mm -hmm. If you'd ask you about it, would you tell him where it's from? I would. So, yeah. And Alphurus in the other lives made a lot of you. No one can detect my thoughts and I can't be spread. I suppose I can stop poking around for those. Yeah, I have some, some eyes out for them, but as you can imagine, they're very 
They're, they're not entirely uncommon, but they're very rare in the city. Yes. Because people want them. Yes. I think I'm a... I personally am a good one. Well, I think Urkel isn't here, and Robinson seems like he'd be good to take care of himself, so I think I'll divert my attention to some sort of... Was there any other house that you think I should investigate? The Arandars, as we already discussed, the, uh, Harvesty debacle. The king and queen have decided, by the way, to not confront the Lavanders on this. Not yet. Mostly because the summit is our, in some ways, our last grand opportunity to command Cessnel to leave. So, pushing those buttons now might not be wise. I agree. I would say I don't have. We already had before we left, before the training, in the past marriage. No, I don't believe Queen is swayed in such a way that anything she is quite displeased with that scenario. True. Shaking the battle site likely not wise, especially if you're only You're lucky for them, you have a lot of people with intel. Be very careful, please. I know in the Quest City of Yen and Yenai and Rakdon and Askin and Kernel, Cousin, even if you trust him, the people that he stays with, interacts with, are not to be trusted. Do not take him with us because he thinks very highly of himself. Hmm. I'll keep him up. Try and keep us up in the lot too. Oh, that's much easier. Okay. As you turn into your um, casual woman guys and get finger crossbows, so, twang twang, mm-hmm. and there you go. Drunken dragon. Yep. Okay, you go to the drunken dragon. This time of day, you surely do see Marcus is there working, pouring drinks. Cleaning up a bit here and there. How can I help you? A room, please. A room? Sure. Let's see, we have one here. Stop right there. A gold, please. That's just for one night with one person? Uh, at least one night. How long do you want to stay? Thanks, Marcus. Start walking away. Not entirely shocking that somebody knows his name, but he just he doesn't recognize you, so it's a bit of a My voice would have changed back mm-hmm. to that one too. Hmm. You see his little um Scottish Scotty dog there sniffing. As you walk past and the Raven, I imagine you have on your shoulder, turning, look. 
Marcus looking at the dog. You look at him, him looking at the dog, looking back at you as you go upstairs. <laughs> he points at you, and his mouth moves in, in, in your head. You hear a that's not standing right now. Also, just saying, please keep that place on as long as you're here. Deal. charge you for the damages this time, too. <laughs> Earth isn't here. You have a room at the Drop and Dragon. And that's when I would write to Lady Asteria. Have a timeline. I'm back. Happened very suddenly. <laughs> Smiley face. Most clowns don't have smiley face. Exactly. And then I would speak in this one as well. Okay. For one. Okay. There's no response from Superior for a while. And one pulse would, would be heading to Santa's at night. Yep, for dinner. Him yep. dinner. Okay. Um, yeah, there's no there's no response back to you from from Celeria before it would be appropriate time to have done. So we can say spend your time, you know. Getting your room set up, taking things all, all of your pack, but now they're all kind of mushed, mushed together and whatnot, switching yourself up a little bit, practicing sending a bit, practicing your own, your, your ridge bar. You can take the bottom of ridge bar and practice your, your ridge bar probably. Yeah. And uh, eventually making your way to Sanders. Uh, you want to get there before him or after him? Probably a little bit after. We might want to wrap up for tonight, though, because it's 9.45. Just in case I forget. That, perfect, yeah. That, I'll go as long as you want to. You tell me yeah. when you want to stop. Which is probably what we'll call. Yeah, Otherwise, we got, we're going to get to bed at, like, midnight. Yeah, we got one, two, three, so three of the five things done. Do you have any list? Ta-da! I have a list of things as well. And uh, next time we do, do this, we'll, we'll get to do some real fun stuff. Okay. Thank you. Good